Listening to the conversations of young children, we wonder at their great imaginations and their playfulness. What we should also marvel at is that these five-year-olds are already skillful users of language. It's an amazing feat. These children already understand the meanings of thousands of words, know how to put words together in sentences, how to tell others what they think and feel. How do they do it? Part of it's still a mystery, but we do know that children are learning language from the day they're born, by listening to those around them, and later by practicing their own words. Some will develop language more quickly than others, but whether a child is spouting sentences at three, or struggling to link words together at four, all need parents, teachers, and caregivers to help them learn language. See, it goes to here. I can see it. It looks like there's a bend right here. In this program, we'll look at four important steps to help adults give children the very best opportunities to learn language. We'll watch teachers working with children in a preschool where learning language is the primary goal. Going to the store. One step, two step, three step, four. Looking inside that tree. 
and we'll watch speech-language pathologists working with children to help them develop better language skills. Here's a parrot. He sits on the tree. There's another parrot. The preschool years are critical for language development. Between birth and five years of age, children learn language more quickly than at any other time in their lives. Our educational system is built around this language learning time clock. By the time children enter first grade, they're expected to have these basic language skills. Know how to talk and express themselves clearly. How to follow rules and directions. You can walk around and show the kids how to use language to get along with one another. Children need basic language skills to learn to read and write and to study other subjects. Without these skills, they may not be prepared for the structure and demands which school brings. Children like these will begin to fall behind. There's research to support the fact that language has a higher correlation to school success than even IQ tests. So that's saying that children who have good language skills are more likely to be successful in school. And school, everything you do at school is dependent on language. It's the foundation for reading and for writing, um, learning how to cooperate in the school. All those language skills are important for success. We don't stop to think how powerful language is. We need language to be able to think and to learn. We need language to share ideas and feelings, to make friends and enjoy each other. For most of us, language seems so natural that we just take it for granted until we hear someone who's having problems. Language, so natural for most adults, but for children, even with their incredible language learning abilities, it's a complex, step-by-step -step process, and they depend on us for help. You may be surprised that one of the best ways for children to learn language is simply by having conversations. Conversations with you and conversations with each other. They're all a kind of on-the-job training. I like to think of any conversation that you have with a child as kind of a language laboratory. La uh, language is neat because you don't need a special room or equipment or uh, a special degree or anything like that to make any situation, a language learning situation. So on the walk outside or standing on the porch or doing the dishes or painting the house or watching TV or sweeping the floor or riding in the car, you can talk about the things around you as the child sees those things. Children are learning as they hear language used during these normal daily activities. They're hearing words, they're hearing the flow of how words go into a sentence in the proper way. They're learning valuable information about properties of things and um, vocabulary building. And um, I think it's just building the child up, if nothing else, because that adult is paying attention to them. 
the kids just, I, I feel, just kind of light up when they get that one-on-one -on -one attention. And I think they're like little sponges. They're just soaking that all up, the attention and the language that's happening. Through conversations with one another, children gain other important skills. If they can learn how to negotiate with other children, how to get what they want. They can learn how to play with others, how to get along. They practice their language skills because, um, because talking with an adult sometimes, especially an adult that really understands them, they may not have to, to be as clear, but when talking with another child, they'll really have to be clear. So children who have difficulty talking with each other can't solve social problems. They're the child who might push rather than talk about what they want or what they need. Many times children who don't have a lot of language have poor self-images because they are afraid to talk or real uncomfortable talking and that affects how they relate to other people socially. For most children, learning to have conversations takes lots of practice. Learning to have a conversation is, is in itself probably a surprising phrase to a lot of people, but conversation involves listening skills, it involves processing what you hear and then taking that information and commenting in an appropriate fashion that keeps the give and take going. To learn language, we need to use it. And children need to practice having conversations every day with their parents, teachers, and caregivers. Let's take a look at four important steps that are the basics for having good conversations. Show your interest. The best way to do this is to get down to the child's level, establish eye contact, and pay close attention to what the child's doing. I think the easiest way to get started in a conversation with a child is to genuinely be interest, interested, to just muster up all the interest that you can and really begin to focus on them. Probably the easiest thing to do is to get down on their level, that's a cue to them and to give them direct eye contact and to really look at their eyes and show that, that you're interested in them. I think that having a conversation with anyone, and certainly with a small child, it's very, very important to have them know that you really do care about that communication. Uh, one of the ways to show that is to get down at their eye level. It's difficult to be three and four and look at knees all the time, and you get a crook in your neck if you have to look up all the time. So I, I certainly advise people that is the first step, is to try to, to get down low or put the child up anyway so that you're communicating face to face, because that's in our society certainly one of the, the things that we do. We look at each other when we talk. Did you notice all the ways Dia let Dorinda know that she was interested? She's down on her level, giving eye contact, and her facial expressions and gestures also signal her interest. I think one of the biggest things when I'm wanting to show a child that I want 
to listen to what they're saying is to get down at their their level and um, have eye contact with them. I give them very focused attention so that I'm trying to actively listen to what they're saying. Sometimes even a gentle touch, you know, um, to say, I'm here, I really want to hear what you have to say, I want to listen to your words. Once you've shown the child you're interested, the next thing is to see where the child's attention is focused. What's she playing with? What's she interested in right now? Here, Harmony and Jamie are playing with different sizes of bottles, trying to find the matching lid for each one. Perfume. Harmony thinks it smells like perfume, and Jamie thinks it smells like the ocean. No. It makes you think of two different things. The ocean. You think that lid fits? We're turning it. I'm turning. Oh, sure does. It goes together. Would you like to come play with us for a minute? We're taking the lids off and finding jars that match the lids. Did you notice how interested Nancy is in what's happening? How she observed the activity and commented on what she saw? When an adult shows interest in a child's activity, it's an invitation to conversation. Now Sherry talks about a recent experience with her own son. I was having a really difficult week <laughs> and um, and I was at home with my son and he had been having some trouble acting out and um, and I was just had been real frustrated with him because he had just been acting out so much and was going through all my own things and um, and he said, oh mom, please just play with me for just a while in my bedroom and finally I just felt guilty and I said, okay, I will, I will. Took time out from what I was doing and went into his room and sat down on the floor and started to kind of clean his room, you know, and I was just feeling so overwhelmed with the things that I needed to do, I guess, and pretty soon I realized what I was doing, and he was kind of playing along and just accepting that, I guess, and, and finally I looked at what he was doing, and he was doing something real interesting with his toys, and I looked right at his eyes, and I said, tell me about what you're doing, and and he looked, at, he looked at me and then he did a double take, he looked again and it suddenly occurred to me I had not given him eye contact for a couple of days and it just scared me, I thought, oh this is terrible and he looked at me and looked again